welcome to The Greg Reed Show, featuring motivational speaker and master storyteller, Greg S. Reed. In this moving hour, you'll hear what some of the top minds of the world consider their biggest successes and learn about the path they had to take to get where they are today. Now, here's your host, Greg S. Reed. Hello, everyone. This is Greg Reed with The Greg Reed Show. Each and every week, we're going to bring you amazing guests, plus infinite wisdom and knowledge that I have learned over the years of interviewing and going face-to-face with amazing human beings that have transformed our world. It seems like last four weeks, we've had that same common theme, the difference between counsel and opinion. And I'm going to remind everyone that hasn't tuned in because this is a very important lesson to know. I had an opportunity to sit down with John Schwartz, who invented string theory. Now, if you've never heard of string theory, you might have watched The Big Bang Theory, the TV show where Sheldon is always working on it. Well, I went to John Schwartz, a gentleman who created it, and I asked him, I said, what do successful people do different than other people? And he said that successful people seek counsel where failures listen to opinion. And so what's the difference? And he goes, opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, inexperience, like a family friend who might have never done what you're about to venture upon. It says counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. People have already paved the way. If you go to a family friend who's never written a book and say you're going to write one, they might talk you out of it. Know why? <laughs> They've never done it. But if you go to Mark Victor Hansen, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, and say, hey, Mark, I want to write a book too. He'll say, great, before you get started, here's what you need to know and give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, and mentorship. You know, John Short said, if we would spend our activities only seeking, you know, counsel and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day your life would change. And again, I'm going to make a same offer that I do every week. My email is greg at gregreed.com. G-R-E-G, greg, at greg, and my last name is spelled R-E-I-D.com, greg at gregreed.com. On this hour, to the time we're going to have together, right now, today, anyone that emails me and asks a question or even says, hey, I'm listening, I will send you a complimentary success library that nobody else ever has. Now, listen, I've been making the same offer for the last four weeks and not one person has actually responded. Will you be the first person tuning in to actually do something? Greg at gregreed.com and say, hey, I'm listening. I'm one person. I'm, I'm hanging in there. I love this stuff. And I will send you a success library that you absolutely love. Now, recently, this last couple of weeks ago, I did a private mastermind at my private home in San Diego, California. And it was interesting. We gathered around and started talking about what it takes to truly transform your life and have what it is. And it was really interesting because so many people come up and say, hey, I want that new car or, you know, I want a new relationship or whatever it is. But here's the big thing. It's not what you need. It's not even what you want. It's what are you willing to pay for it? So, for example, when I walk off stage and someone says, you know, I want a brand new Lamborghini, I say, do you have that Lamborghini? They'll say no. I said, then you really don't want it. Because if you wanted it bad enough, you'd find a way to make it happen. Have you ever noticed that the holidays, uh, we always run out of money? But for some reason, when our kid wants a new bike or someone wants presents, we put them on layaway. We, you know, put a little money aside. We do what we got to do. So 
on that magical day when they come downstairs, boom, it's there waiting for them. We found a way to make it happen. So if you want something, but you don't have it, it only proves that you don't want it bad enough. The big secret is to find out what you're willing to pay for it, you know, and then give it everything you got. You know, I was talking about you know, all the different people I've interviewed. For those of you who are not familiar you know, with my work, let me just share a little background because I really do this. Again, my name is Greg S. Reed. I'm an author, speaker, filmmaker, and I've been publishing about 60 books now, 45 different languages around the world. And, you know, it all comes down to I have a golden opportunity to travel the planet to meet the most powerful and influential people and tell their stories in book and film. And that's exactly what I do. Uh, and I had the chance to meet some absolutely amazing human beings, needless to say, but also to do some crazy projects. For example, I sat down with the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. For those of you who are familiar with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, they grant a wish to a child who is suffering from a major illness or setback. And the person who started it, his name is Frank Shankowitz. He was a highway patrol officer, and one kid had leukemia and wanted to become a police officer. So Frank made that wish come true. And when the boy passed away, he was flying back home and thought to himself, said, hey, if we did it for one kid, why can't we do it for more? And founded what we know now as one of the greatest nonprofits of all time. And the moral is, you know, everyone can be a hero. Everyone can make a difference. And I remember I was talking to Frank. I said, hey, Frank, by the way, what was your wish? And he looks at me and he goes, what are you talking about? I go, well, if you grant all these wishes, what was your wish? What did you ask for? He looked at me and says, no one ever asked. <laughs> I went, what? I go, whatever your wish is, think of me as your genie. <laughs> I go, I'm going to grant it no matter what it is. And he said, I just want my story to be told so my grandkids will know that I did something cool while I was on live. And I said, Frank, sign over your life rights. I guarantee you I'll make that movie. The only challenge is I've never made a major movie, <laughs> but he trusted me and we did it. And guess what? August 14th in Prescott, Arizona, the entire city is coming together as a collective to grant the wish of the founder of Make-A-Wish where we're making his major feature film debut and sharing it with the world. Well, along this quest, I've got to sit down with the guy who invented, as I said, string theory, the founder of Make-A-Wish, the inventor of the credit card magnetic strip. I mean, the guy who started NASCAR, you name it. The one cat was amazing. His name is Fred. And he invented something called a jet ski. You guys all know what a jet ski is. And he ended up selling the rights to the jet ski for like $75,000 to Ski-Doo or whoever it is that bought it. And I went to him. I said, man, that must drive you nuts every time you see a jet ski out there knowing that you sold the rights to something so valuable for only 75 grand. And he stopped and looked at me and says, you know what? You're absolutely incorrect. He goes, that $75,000 was the best deal I've ever done. <laughs> I looked, I said, what are you talking about? He goes, that's a billion dollar empire that you sold for pennies on the dollar. He goes, what you're missing is this. He goes, that 75 grand at that time got me to get my taxes paid up. It got me my mortgage paid up. It got my employees paid up. Because that gave me the first sleep that I had in years. And I had three months straight in a row where I was actually relaxed and could focus on other things. From there, I created those little metal cars that people started painting 
that NASCAR bought the rights to for $255 million. <laughs> Go sometimes as an entrepreneur, you simply got to do a deal to get you through so you can do another deal. How many times have we held on to something with everything we got until the bitter end? And sometimes we have to have the courage and fortitude to simply let go so we can live to fight another day. It's doing a deal sometimes to do a deal in order to get through to do a bigger deal. We're getting ready to go to break in a few minutes, but just to let you all know, my email again is greg at gregreed.com. That's greg at gregreed.com. Anyone that goes to that email right now and sends me a little note, I will send a personal success library valued in hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Again, greg, G-R-E-G, at gregreed.com. Just send a note, say you're listening, get hundreds of dollars. Pretty simple. There's no catch. There's no thing. I'm not even going to add you to an email list. Just want to see if anyone's actually listening right here to these words of inspiration. And from there, after going around and meeting these amazing people, you know, people always ask, you know, what's one of your favorite, you know, stories or takeaways, and this is what it is. You know, the importance of today's success is to get the information from those who are getting the results you want today. So the whole idea is this. It's like getting the information from the people who are doing it now. I'm not talking about the people that did it in, you know, in 2004 in the 1980s. I mean, if you go to someone who started an amazing restaurant change back in the 70s and 80s, that's amazing. And yes, you want that person for a mentor because he can guide you along the way. However, if you really want to be successful, you want to go to the person who just started Five Guys or, you know, Burger Lounge or something of that nature who's doing it in today's economy, today's market. It's the same thing for any type of marketing that we're going to do. Again, if you're going to do advertising back in the early days, yeah, you might take out a print ad or a full-page thing in the local newspaper, but today it might be Facebook ads. Things have changed. So the secret is to surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want for yourself right now. And before we go to break, I just want to remind you, go to Greg, G-R-E-G, at gregreed.com and say, hey, I'm listening in and I'm going to send you a success library and you're going to absolutely love it. Go to Greg at gregreed.com and get a free multi-hundred dollar success library sent right to your home or office. Now, looking through all the different notes and things that I wanted to share, I'm going to go into something really deep when we come back from our break, which I'm going to cut out in about 60 seconds. But here's the one thing right now. If you can have anything you want in your life, the one thing we want to stay away from is the fear. Not the fear of failure, not the fear of success, but the fear of criticism. You know, there's a coffee mug at Disneyland that says, what would you do if you couldn't fail? That's not the big question. The big question is, what would you do if you didn't care what someone else thought? Would you ask someone out for a date? Would you start that business? Would you take a risk? I think the answer is yes. But we're going to delve a little bit more deep into that when I come back. Again, this is Greg, Greg Reed with The Greg Reed Show. Go to greg at gregreed.com. Send me an email. Say you're listening. Let me send you a bunch of free goodies. And I look forward to talking soon. We'll be back right after these words from our sponsors. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. 
visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Greg Reed Show. If you have a question or perhaps a comment for Greg or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to greg at gregreed.com. Now, back to The Greg Reed Show. All right, you just heard it. Greg at gregreed.com. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. Someone shoot me an email, a text, a call, carrier pigeon, send up some smoke signals. Doesn't really make a difference. Do what you got to do. Let me know you're listening, and I will send you hundreds of dollars of free items. But you got to do it while I'm on live. That's the only stipulation. You got 45 minutes left, Greg, at gregreed.com. Now, when I left off, we're talking about fear. Not the fear of criticism. I mean, the fear of failure, fear of unknowns, the fear of criticism. It's like what other people are thinking. So many times we get caught up on that stinking thinking. And the real irony is no one's really thinking about you. <laughs> They're dealing with their own stuff. The key to success is to keep persevering no matter what. And understand this, that we do not get exact everything that we want in life, but we get more of who we already are. That's what the law of attraction really works. A lot of times when people think, you know, what you think about, you naturally get into your life. You bring in the vibration and all that good stuff, but you don't get what you want. You only get more of what you already are. Have you ever met someone, you know, for example, that gets in fights all the time? When was the last time you were in a fight, right? You know, you were a kid, but for some reason they attract that. Or someone falls in love all the time, or someone gets in windfalls of money all the time. I mean, they attract more of who and what they already are. But so many times we focus on what we want and we need. It's a minimum. And unfortunately, that's what we receive. We go, gosh, I got to make, you know, $500 this week so I can make my car payment. And at the end of the week, what do you make? About $500 because that's what we focused on. Or successful people, they think so big, so far down the line that the little things become incidental. You know, it's one of those interesting things. We don't get in life what we want. We get what we'll accept. I'm going to say that again. It's a very powerful statement. In life, we don't get what we want or what we really need. What we get is what we will accept. When we let the uh, world know that we're ready for more and that we're available to receive it, all of a sudden you'll be amazed how those amazing things start coming in 
to our lives. You know, it's the same thing as like in karate. You know, whenever you do a karate movie, you're going to break a board or something like that. You know, if you just focus on hitting that board, chances are you're going to break your hand or you're just going to smack that thing. But real karate guys think about going through that board to the other side. Well, that's what people with real financial security, that's what they do. The wealth conscious people, what they're doing is they're thinking through that board. They're thinking, how do I not just get my car payment, that $500? How do I make $10,000 this week? How do I go through that board way beyond so that car payment just becomes an incidental expense rather than your primary focus? Remember, this is Greg at gregreed.com. Just send me an email right now while we're on this call, and I will send you hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars of free product delivered to your house or office. I'm not talking about those email downloads. I'm talking about physical product delivered right to your house or office for a personal success library just for the first person to say, hey, I'm listening. Hello, I'm out there. Greg at gregreed.com. I will send you all kinds of free goodies. Now, going along life's journey, you know, I just did a new book. It's called Climb. And I realized that so many people walk into you know, people that are successful's office and they go, man, you know, I want this, I want this place and I want your car and I want your wife and I want your boat and I want your house and I want your plane. But not everyone's willing to climb and do the journey to get those amazing things. It's like everyone wants the final destination without putting in the work. And what we need to do is make sure that we're putting in the work so that we can get what it is that we want in life. You know, lately someone's talking about the difference between competition and collaboration. Uh, you know, people say, you know, we're becoming a collaborative society and people are competing less and less. Well, I don't see that, but I do see this, that the new market, the market of tomorrow, that competition is also creating collaboration. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but I'm going to explain that. What would you rather go to? A restaurant that is a freestanding restaurant at the end of a you know dirt road all by itself, just one restaurant, or would you like to go to Restaurant Row where there's like 20 different selections and that happens to be your favorite? Have you ever noticed that a gas station all by itself on a corner usually fails and goes out of business, but when there's one on each corner, there's four of them, they stand the test of time. Now, why? Because that competition also created collaboration to keep people going and to give people a place and choice for folks to come together. So the competition became collaboration. Pretty interesting little concept, isn't it? You know, going over all these different things, I also had a chance to meet with these amazing online marketing people. Remember the whole thing is to get what you want, surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want for yourself today. For myself, I want more advertising. I want more eyeballs. Heck, I want someone to listen to this damn show. In fact, if you're listening, hello, Greg at gregreed.com. Hundreds of dollars of free swag coming right to your personal home or office. Just got to email me here within the next 35 minutes and say you're listening and you will receive it. And what's interesting is I realize these new people that are doing marketing on Facebook and Instagram and all this different stuff. They have something that's called the FOP, and that's called frequency of publish. It's the people that are constantly on there that actually have the most eyeballs. So when you see these people that they're constantly taking selfies and doing these, you know, Snapchats, you go, God, that's rude. Actually, they're geniuses <laughs> because it's that frequency of publishing 
it gets the eyeballs and the recognition, and it tells the internet world that somebody's actually tuning in. So the more that you can do, the more frequent that you can be putting yourself out there, actually the better off you will be in your business and your success. You know, it was interesting. Another person was talking this uh, woo-woo stuff at my mastermind group. I wrote this little note down. It's kind of a side note, but it was interesting. We're talking about the difference between people that give and, you know, people that receive or people that take. And the common denominator kept coming down to is uh, this guy says, the most value that we have is determined by the most value that you give. And that was the founder of Ugga Boots, Brian Smith, that said that. And he said, your value is determined by the value in which you give. The more that you give, the more that you receive. But it's also that perceived value of mankind. Because what happens is so many times in life and business, we offer people what we want to give them rather than what they're looking for. And it is so important to make sure that those two things are aligned. Because if all I want to do is sell you my widget of a cat, and I'm selling that widget of a cat to a dog park, it doesn't make sense. The importance is to make sure that you're selling the right product to the right people that are wanting what you have to have. And the Founder Bug Boots, it was really interesting. When we were sitting down, I asked him, I said, you know, when you started your company, you sold it for like $24 million of boots to Deckers, you know, many years ago. And he says, yeah, I go, but how did you get it up to that? high of a level, you know, all the way back in the day. And he says, what I did is I finally listened to my audience. I said, what do you mean? So, well, I listened to my audience where I didn't do that before. He says, when Ugg boots are taken off, I was so proud. I was excited about it. So what happened is I took out these glossy full page ads and I hired these supermodels to take pictures in the Ugg boots. And I realized that sales kind of went flat as soon as those articles came out. And I thought, how is that possible? So I spent more money and I took out more ads, more full page advertisements and periodicals and people would see it. And I thought, man, I'll get better looking models. And all of a sudden sales went flat. And this went on over and over and over and he could not figure for the life of him why it was. And then finally he was at a surf shop and he was sitting outside and that's who he was selling his product to. And these 14 year old kids come walking out with their surfboards and he says, hey, kids, he goes, come over here. And he says, hey, would you buy these boots? And he opens up the magazine to the model. And they go, oh, no way. He goes, why? He goes, no way. I'd never buy those. He goes, why not? He goes, look how fake they are. Look at that fake girl. He goes, that's not real. We're surf rats. He goes, we would never do something like that. That's not who we are. And right there, that aha hit him. And he hired that up-and-coming surfer kids, the same ones that were out on the beach to model of boots went down to the local you know beaches rather than bringing out the fancy photographers and with a little simple one shot took the pictures and put those in the magazine sales went through the roof because he realized he was marketing to the right audience the people that would actually purchase what it is he has to sell so the idea is frequency of post yes but to also know your audience and then give them what they want could you imagine if our business, no matter what it was, rather than us trying to go ahead and sell our widget to every single person that you know we want to buy and went to them and said, what is it you would like to buy? <laughs> and then actually gave it to them where your life could be. When I started doing my event called Secret Knock, 
was really interesting. People said, how do you keep growing this thing and make it the Forbes and Inc. and Entrepreneur's Top Event for business leaders? So that's easy. I go after every event. I ask people, what would you like to see next time? Whatever they write down, that's the event. <laughs> so all I do is I give people what they ask for. And then they come back and go, oh, my gosh, this place is amazing. How did you do it? I just gave them exactly what they asked for. So the whole secret of success is to find out what people are looking for and then do anything and everything possible to give them just that. Now, I know we're going to be going to commercial break in a couple minutes here, but I'm going to recapture. This is Greg Reed with The Greg Reed Show. And if you go to my email, it's just Greg, G-R-E-G, at Greg Reed, R-E-I-D dot com, and say, hey, I'm listening. I'm tuning in. I love this stuff. I will send you hundreds of dollars of free product and merchandise right to your home or office. You'll have a success library that no one's ever seen, including a gold leather edition of Think and Grow Rich, one of the great classic books from the Napoleon Hill Foundation that no one else you know will have on their success library. You've got 30 minutes to email me because it's got to be live during this broadcast. I'd be glad to send it to you, Greg at rigreed.com, and I will send you a success library like you something you've never seen before. And before we go to break, I want to tell one last story. An interesting individual that I had a chance to sit down with recently, his name is Ron Klein. He invented the credit card magnetic validating system, you know, the little strip on the back of a credit card. And I asked him, I said, how did you come up with this idea? And he said, it's easy. He goes, back in the day, if you went to the store and wanted to buy some merchandise, they had an accordion list of numbers, and they gave you a card with the right letters on there. They'd match those letters on the card against the numbers on the sheets, and if it wasn't on there, you had good credit, and you can leave with your merchandise. He goes, later in life, I had to figure a way to put some smarts in those plastic card. Reel-to-reel tape was the cool thing of the time, so they took a strip of it, put the number on, and embossed it to the back of that plastic card. But then they had to come up with a reading device so these people could see what number it was basically on that strip. That is why when you put your credit card into the ATM machine or the little swiper, you got to get it that exact speed for it to work because it's still mimicking the tape that's still on the back of the reel-to-reel tape today. The moral is sometimes it's a simple solutions of finding out what people want and then giving them that solution that can literally create an iconic business an empire that will go on to impact the entire planet in which we know. Stop trying to sell every widget that we got. Find out what people want and give them just that. We're going to be back after this break. This is Greg Reed with The Greg Reed Show. My email is greg at gregreed.com. Go there right now. we got 30 more minutes. I will send you a personal success library that will blow your mind. And then I'll talk about it. I'll bring you on my show next week. Greg at gregreed.com. We'll be back right after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. 
Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Listening to the Greg Reed Show. If you have a question or perhaps a comment for Greg or his guest today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or you can send an email to greg at gregreed.com. Now, back to the Greg Reed Show. Hey everyone, this is Greg Reed with the Greg Reed Show. For the 50,752nd time, go to greg at gregreed.com. Send me an email. you got 30 minutes, and whoever says, I'm listening, I'm tuning in, I like this stuff, I will send you a free success library that you'll absolutely love. And I'll give you some books, products that you've never seen. Okay, before uh, we went to break last time, I was talking about the new movie that's going to be coming out called Witch Man. It's about the founder of the... Make-A-Wish Foundation, Frank Shankwitz. Well, the person who's actually putting this together, the producer, his name is Mark Gold. And Mark Gold happens to be tuning in with us right now. And I asked him to jump on real quick so we can ask him some questions. Mark, you with us? Good morning, Mr. Reed. How are you? Oh, come on now. I'm always good. Now, you, we're doing this movie. I got a question. I know you love Frank's story. I know you love the mission. But besides that... Why in the world are you getting so involved with this project? Is it because you see the opportunity of it, the marketability, or is it that you just want to do something to give back? I mean, where's your head at on this? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a couple of those things. Um, you know, my background, obviously, you know, I was in private equity for a number of years, and I've only been kind of making movies for the last couple of years, and this is, you know, Wishman's going to be my fifth movie. The other ones were all just commercial horror, you know, movies to make money with. Um, when you know, when I when I heard the story, when I heard Frank's story, um, it just really resonated. A because I think commercially we're, we're going to be able to knock it out of the park if we execute on all cylinders. But more important than that, we live in a really screwed up world right now. It's so negative. Every time you turn on the news, every time you flip into Facebook, wherever you are, things are blowing up. People are dying. It's just a garbage. We're, we're in a cesspool right now. So. So the positive message to come out of what, what actually is a kind of a darker story to, to get it to where, you know, so get, to get it from where Frank, you know, had his upbringing, all his challenges growing up and then, and then you know, founded, you know, one of the most amazing, you know, nonprofit organizations ever. Um, it just, it, I, I think the world needs a message like that. So as corny as it kind of sounds, I think we have an ability to really to take this art and make it a positive message 
to, to put a little bit of light into the sky in a, in a pretty dark place right now. Yeah, amen to that one. I, and I'm going to switch gears because, you know, movie making is both of yours and my, you know, I don't know, our, our fun job. That's what we love to do. But we're also business guys, right? We, we right. know numbers. We know how to do things when we got to do it. And so, you know, a buddy of mine uh, that you know, his name's Mark Anthony Bates. He t- teaches this philosophy. It's called CPC. And I want to see your thoughts on it. CPC means clues, patterns, choices. Meaning, let's just say you're going, I'm going to use an example, uh, you go on a date, and the clue is that that person is late. And all of a sudden, you see they're late. And then all of a sudden, you go out for the second or third date, and they're late every single time. Then you see a pattern. Now it's up to you to make a choice whether you're going to stay in that relationship, you're going to confront it, or you're just going to accept it. It seems like so many times people get upset with other people's outcome when they're just being themselves. But if we start looking at clues, patterns, choices, we can make better decisions and understand that we have the responsibility to either stay with that or to get out. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and that, that's a great point. I've really looked at it like that, but, but that absolutely gives us you know, us, you, me, whoever, the choice to, if we want to operate like that. And, and really, you know, looking back on my professional career, you know, I've had those people, you've had those people, we've all had those people that we deal with in that manner where, you know, I, I, you know I'm a military guy, so I'm 99.9% of the time, I'm on time every time. Um, but there's a lot of people where it's just irrelevant to them if they're 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late, 30 minutes late, whatever, you know, just using that as an example. You know, if you get used to that, if they, if they have, if they have a, a unique thing that you need, you deal with it. But if not, you, you know, you make the decisions on who you want to do business with. You know, I like doing business with people that, you know, respect, you know, respect time, respect the way that I operate. I'm not saying that I, you know, that I'm able to do that all the time with them, but, but I, you know, as, as a human being, that's what we kind of go after. You want to deal, you want to do business with and deal with people that kind of operate the same as you do with the same principles and the same kind of ethic, so to speak. That's true. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like you and I are dealing with a couple people you know, right now with our movie. And they, we have a couple of people that just promise stuff. Stop. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then, you know, all of a sudden we see a clue where we go, huh, I don't know if that's legit. And then we see a pattern where none of those things happen. And then ultimately you and I got to stop and go, okay, wait, guys, we got to make a choice. Are we going to stay going down this road with this character or are we going to get off the crazy train? Don't you see what I'm right. saying? Yep. So yep. That's and and, that, and again, that goes back to human nature. You know, people... People overpromise, underdeliver all the time. I mean, that that's kind of uh, unnes- that's unfortunately what we deal with a lot of times in, in our business here, and you know whatever else we're doing. A lot of people operate like that. But it's also up to us to have the responsibility and accountability to say it's our choice. That person is just being them. It's up to us whether they decide or we decide to stay within that relationship or not. Now, another thing, you know, one of the interviews I did was Peter Diamandis you know, the founder of the X Prize. I sat in his office one day and he says, you know what's interesting, Greg? He says, well, everyone is doing their very best to make this world a better place, which is so admirable. He goes, me and my friends think so big that we're doing everything possible to get off of this place so we can create the ideal planet somewhere else. And I went, (laughs) holy crap, that's a different way to think, right? Because you're thinking so big. Do you ever have that moonshot thoughts for yourself, Mark, where you go like, you know, my other friends are, you know, thinking about how they can go camping this next weekend, but I'm thinking about how to make major motion pictures and do big things. I mean, how does your brain operate like that? 
Yeah, and, and kind of similar, but not to that extent. You know, I'm, I'm in my I'm in my mid fifties now, so I don't I don't want to go colonize another planet. But but literally, you know, the conversations. If you were a fly on on the wall of Mark Goldworld, you know, everybody I talk to about, you know, and, and again, we're we're all pretty passionate and pretty hot about Wishman right now, um, as we should be. But I, you know, I, I see an Oscar in our future on this. There's no reason why we can't get that. So so that's that's my moonshot. My moonshot would be you know, fifth movie in my life, right, is that ultimate prize. Can we do it? Every day I go to bed and I talk to my wife, I talk to my kids, we could do that. So, so that's my moonshot. That's my, that's my shot in the butt to kind of, you know, keep me, get me up, get me going, and get me kind of hopped up about this project and keeping it hopped up about the project. Because I, I think, you know, again, what the mind can, what, what the mind can conceive, it can, it can achieve. That's the whole mm-hmm. philosophy that I've always had, always. It- it's interesting. You and I had a chance to go up and meet with Jules, you know, the guy who started Showtime, to his private estate up in Beverly Hills. And, you know, we were pitching him and saying, hey, should we get, you know, Don Johnson to be in this movie and pay him all this money? And he looked at it and says, well, then you're making a Don Johnson movie. Is that what you want? And we went, no. Right. <laughs> and he, and, and he gave, it was such a great epiphany. And he said, look, back in the days, yeah, he goes, if you can get Tom Cruise or, you know, one of these, these top actors to be in your film, you want to do that because it's instant credibility and people will buy it internationally. He goes, but in the real world of today, things change. And he goes, make the best movie you can. And I think that gave us such a different viewpoint of stuff because rather than you and I chasing all these quote-unquote famous actors, all of a sudden we started saying, who's the best actor to play these roles? And do you think that's when the film started falling into place? Yep, exactly, exactly. And, and you know, again, when we've talked about this also, look at the, uh, the Oscar winner from last year, Moonlight. Really didn't have anybody in it, but they made, a, they made an amazing movie. They made a great picture, and they did it with the best that they can get, and it paid off for them. You don't, you don't need those big names. You know, again, we're, we're all guilty of that. We were chasing, you know, what, what, are the, what, what are the biggest celebrities we can get in this movie when we really don't need that? Because the story stands on its own. The story is an amazing story. Yeah, and sometimes that could even pull away from the story and the message and what you want to tell. But the moral is, so many people are afraid. Again, remember talking about that? It's not the fear of success or fear of failure. It's fear of what other people think. You know, i got to make this the way it was done in the past. But, you know, it's the people that paved new waves and new territory. Like you keep saying, you know, you want to make the first Oscar-winning film for under a million dollars. Now, that, to me, is pretty sexy in itself, right? So you're seeing right. what's possible rather than what's already there. Exactly, exactly. You know, and again, what did they say? Uh, I can't remember the exact date, but like 100 years ago, the guy who ran the patent office said everything that could be made has been made, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. back at the turn of the century. Th- things are changing all the time. Technology's changing. You know, ideas are changing. You know, again, it, it, there's, there's a lot of still uncharted territory, and we could, we, could, we could tweak our business model. We could tweak our story. We could tweak our art. We can do whatever and come and be that person that kind of innovates and changes things and does things a little bit differently. That's human nature. That's what we do as a, as, as a, as a species is push that limit uh, to be able to achieve what you know, sometimes what we don't even know we want to achieve, but it's there. Yeah. I love it. Do you embrace your imperfections? Like, you know, so many people are afraid, you know, people might discover who they are. They have a setback in their life or you know, whatever it is. Do you embrace your imperfections or do you still hide, you know, things? Oh, I don't hide anything. I wear it on my sleeve. You know, I've had, I've had successes. I've had more failures than successes. Um, I wear them on my sleeve and, and everybody knows, everybody that's, that's close to me knows them. 
um, because that's how we grow. That's how you that's how you make yourself better the next time. I'm not that guy that walks around saying I'm perfect guy, blah blah blah, all this other BS. It's you know, again, it, I am who I am. You like you like you like who I am or you don't. That's up to you. But I am who I am, and I've always been like that. My parents instilled that you know in me you know forty something years ago. Is you are who you are. You know, no matter where you yeah. come from, no matter where you go to, you are who you are. Just you know, be that person. Yeah, our mentor that we both have, Dave Corbin, wrote a book called Illuminate. It says you've got to accentuate the positive and illuminate, put a spotlight on the negative, because as soon as you put a spotlight on something that's wrong, it gets rid of it right away. Have you ever, and, and by the way, we've got 60 seconds before commercial break, but do you have an example of something that sometimes you had to put a spotlight on to, and, and, and you found that it just disappeared? Oh, just, yeah. One of my biggest failures was a real estate company that I had with, uh, I had, uh, I had my partner who was my best friend, my business partner in the mortgage business. We brought on two, two not perfect partners and, and it was my fault because I was the one that was pushing it down his throat. And we started this real estate company that was pretty high profile, failed miserably because, uh, because of, you know, control reasons and all these other things. I mean, we had, we had the naming rights on the San Diego sports arena. You can't put more of a light on a failure than putting your name on, on a, on a, on a, on a 50 year old building. And it ended up failing. Right. And, and, and again, that became my badge of honor that, you know, that was my biggest, my biggest mistake in business. Uh, not my only mistake, but my biggest mistake in business. And, and again, everybody knows it. And I, again, I wear that as a badge, you know, not perfect. Don't make great choices all the time, but you know, I learned, I definitely learned from it. This is crazy. You and I are, are good friends and I never told you this, but I was offered the rights to buy that building. <laughs> kind of the meaning right for the building. It's kind of interesting little small world. Folks, we're going to take a short commercial break. Remember, this is Greg Reed with the Greg Reed Show. Go to greg at gregreed.com. you got 15 minutes left. Clock is ticking, folks. If you send me an email, say, I'm listening. I'm here. I love this stuff. Anything. All you got to do is say you're listening, tuning in, and I'm going to send you a success library worth hundreds of dollars. We'll be right back right after this break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. What is the real social impact that those in the entertainment industry are making? Indie Vision Radio with host Scott C. Brown, the founder of the Indie Vision Project and Maxit Magazine, is a personal conversation about their work in the industry and the impact they're having on humanity. From world health to world peace, you're given a true behind-the-scenes look at what those working in the indie realm are doing to make a positive influence on the world. On the Influencers Channel, tune in to Indie Vision Radio, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're 
listening to The Greg Reed Show. If you have a question or perhaps a comment for Greg or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to greg at gregreed.com. Now, back to The Greg Reed Show. All right, you've heard it. Greg at gregreed.com. I'm doing the test. we got 15 minutes left. I'm looking for someone to send the success library to. I've upped the ante. I got $300 of products, goods, services. I'm going to send to the first person who emails me in the next 15 minutes. It says, Greg, I'm tuning in. Greg at gregreed.com. All right. So Mark left the conversation, but interesting, you know, dialogue. And I've realized one of the common denominators that my male friends have in place, and by the way, I'm switching gears a little bit, is, you know, I realize that our fathers' fathers, or grandfathers, were grew up, you know, they grew up on farms, but there's men folk and women folk and all that stuff. And then our father's generation, or at least my father's generation, grew up in suburbia. It was the first time we were commingled, so to speak. And then my generation is in a new generation where we're becoming more feminized, where men are becoming more women and and women are becoming more men-like. <laughs> and I'm realizing that for myself. And there's a book that I recommend called No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert Glover. This is a game changer. Basically, it says, you know, let's say you're running down the street, my generation, and you're six years old and you're with your brother and your sister and you've all fell down and they go to your sister and they go, Princess, don't cry. It's okay. To us, they go, you wimp, you little wussy, get up and walk it off. Now, I'm an older man now, and women say, well, great, why don't you show your feelings? Well, I was trained since I was six not to. <laughs> That's what I know. And so it's really an interesting time change that we've gone through, an evolutionary species as a male. So no more Mr. Nice Guy teaches you to gain your masculinity back, not to be a jerk, not to be mean, not to be rude, but to set boundaries, to sit there and say, hey, this is what I want, this is what I expect, and making sure that our needs are met. You know, a woman doesn't want a guy who sits there and says, where do you want to go to dinner? Oh, I don't know, baby, where do you want to go to dinner? And no one can make a decision. It's kind of cool when someone can step up and say what they want. Well, Mark Gold, the producer you just heard of, is a great example of that because he is a manly man who's living in today's society with the no more Mr. Nice Guy philosophy. He's the one who kind of brought this to fruition in the public eye. Now, I hate to tell you, folks. We've only got a few more minutes left in this show, and it's Greg at GregReed.com. I got books stacked up here. I want to send it to somebody. We got $300 of product and CDs and DVD, all this stuff sitting here. I want to send it to somebody. I've only got like seven minutes left. Who's going to get it? Greg at GregReed.com. You send me an email and say, I want it, and it will be yours. Now, along the journey of interviewing Peter Diamandis, you know, the founder of XPRIZE, I asked him, how in the world did you do that? And here's his answer. He says, I raised myself above the line of super credibility. Above the line of super credibility. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, one day I was on stage. And on stage was, you know, the families of the Wright brothers and head of NASA and all these astronauts. And I realized, you know, I had a dream. And the X Prize was I'd give $10 million to the first civilian to launch a human being to space and then bring him back safely to earth and do it again within two weeks to prove it wasn't a fluke. So on this stage with all these amazing people, I went to the microphone and you could hear the reverb. He goes, hello, my name is Peter Diamandis and I've got an offer for the X prize, $10 million. And he tells a story. 
The crowd goes crazy. They go nuts. But you know what? No one questions him because he's on stage with all these amazing people. He borrowed the other people's credibility so that no one would question him. Now, this guy didn't even have money to buy lunch that day. He won $10 million, but no one questioned. Know why? Because he stood above the line of super credibility. The moral is, who could you hang out with? We surrounding ourselves with the people that could give us that line of super credibility and go ahead and start raising our standards, our network, so to speak. And by doing so, it gives us the credibility that people will believe and want to do business with us because of the folks that we hang with. Remember this, the most successful people are also the most available people. Why is that? Well, if you're brand new at something, you're happy-go-lucky, you're fresh, you're cool, you're brand new, you're growing. If you're at the pinnacle of your field, you're happy-go-lucky, you got nothing to prove. If you're in the middle, pain in the neck. (laughs) Know why? You're filled with ego. You're edging God out. You're finding your own voice. So to get what we want, surround yourself with people that are already getting what you want. When I wanted to become an author, I did not go to people who wrote books. No. I went to people who sold books. (laughs) They're two different individuals. I asked them what they did. I started duplicating the same efforts, and here we are, 60 different books in 45 different languages. When I wanted to go to Africa and climb and summit Mount Kilimanjaro, I didn't ask some surfer kid to take me up there. I found a Sherpa that had climbed it six, seven, eight hundred times. Wherever they put their boot print, I put my boot print. I knew they'd make it to the top of the summit. And I realized by following the successful actions of others, you can do it too. And now, making my first major feature film, I'm hanging out with Mark Gould. I'm hanging out with people who have already done and accomplished what it is that I want in my life. The big question is, where could you be in your own life if we started surrounding ourselves with people that were getting the results that we desire for ourselves? Literally, we got about four minutes left. This is it. com. This is your opportunity to go on, take a look, send me an email and say, hey, I'm listening in. I'm tuning in and I want your products. I want your free $300 stack of success library so that I too can start learning these valuable lessons. I was looking through one of the books I'm going to send you here because they're all sitting on my table. One's called Stickability. It's the power to persevere. And in here, there's a quote. It says, transparency is when you stop hiding the uncomfortable parts about yourself. Pretty interesting, right? Transparency is when you stop hiding the uncomfortable parts of yourself. It seems like sometimes we hide what people don't want to see. Again, we're not being really authentic human beings and showing up that way. Just like Mark Gold was talking about earlier, about living that life with illumination, about not being afraid of what other people think so that you can live the life in which we're destined for. And one of the stories in Stickability that was kind of spectacular is I had a chance to sit down with Steve Wozniak. Now, he invented Apple Computer with Jobs, as you know. And I said, I go, Steve, how did you and the other Steve have so much success in your life? He said, that's easy. He says, we embraced our lack. We embraced what we did not have. You know, what do you mean? He says, well, everyone else is running away and afraid of what they don't have. He goes, we ran towards our lack. I said, explain. He said, when microprocessor chips came out, they were so expensive, 
we could only afford one of these chips. He goes, Job sold his Volkswagen. I sold my calculator. We pulled our money. <laughs> we bought one of these chips. He goes, now, Hewlett Packard, on the other hand, they were rich. They had all the money of God. They could clean machines using the credit of these chips. They could afford all they want. He said, so I devised a way to pull away five of their chips and still get the machine to go from point A to point B. Then I'd pull away another five and get it to work. And I'd pull away another five and get it to work. Till finally, I could go from point A to point B using our one chip. He goes, look, we were not trying to be cool or innovative or sweat or unique. No! He goes, we can only afford one chip. But by embracing that as an opportunity, we found the shortest, cleanest path of least resistance and changed the way people do personal computing for the rest of the world, for the rest of their lives. Where could you be right now listening to this? Well, if anyone is listening into this, again, it's Greg at gregreed.com. We got two minutes left to win your personal success library. But the point is, is where could you be? If you stop looking at something as your greatest challenge, your greatest obstacle, then it might just be the greatest blessing, the greatest opportunity in disguise. So in closing, remember, this is Greg at GregReed.com. We got dose minutes left. Anyone that sends me an email and says you're listening, you get free stuff. It's that easy. Hundreds of dollars of personal success library, all these different books and products that I've been written about and I've been published in over the years and generations will be delivered to your home or office, but you got literally 120 seconds left and then that offer is removed forever. Who's going to do it? If you go to my website, regreed.com, you can see free videos and watch some audios and Articles from Forbes Magazine, Inc., Entrepreneur, things of that nature. And also, if there's anything offline that I can do for you, just send me an email, greg at gregreed.com, and let me know what you're working on. I'd be glad to give contribution and mention you in exchange. But I'm going to sign off right now. This is Greg Reed with the Greg Reed Show. Unfortunately, we had nobody receive their free hundreds of dollars worth of product, goods, and services. I hope one day someone tunes in and pays attention to this and realizes that everything could be yours as long as we're willing to take action. This is Greg Reed with The Greg Reed Show. We'll see you next week. Keep smiling, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you again for tuning in to The Greg Reed Show. Please join Greg Reed again next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We hope you have a great week.